0: Hi, and welcome to On the Blue Couch. I'm Kathleen coming to you from my couch in my office in Lakeview, an area of Chicago. This podcast provides information, inspiration, and reflections on all things that happen within us and around us to live today and fully. This is podcast episode eight. Let's start a resolution. Hi all and thank you for listening to this episode 8. This podcast is really going to look at to resolution or not to resolution and not necessarily in the new year. Um, I think that the new year can serve as a great time to be talking about setting goals and really getting dedicated to change in our lives. But this is also something that you can come back to in the future if there are certain changes that you want to make in your life. So all my episodes come out every other Thursday, and the Thursday after this one is actually going to be New Year's Day, so I thought, okay, well, it just makes sense from the last podcast talking about, uh, you know, the holidays and what it can bring up for people that why not look at New Year's resolutions, goals, expectations we carry for ourselves. So that's really what I'm going to be focusing on today, and I hope you get something out of it. I think you will. So New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, it's celebrated around the world. It's one of the holidays that we share with the rest of the world, no matter what is going on. So the only main differences are the calendars we follow. Um, our Gregorian calendar is shared with many other countries and cultures, as well as to the traditions that are a part of our New Year's celebrations. So, and even within our cultures, we also have our family traditions. So different cultures and countries have different New Year's Eve, New Year's Day traditions. And just to name a few, uh, in Spain, people eat uh, 12 grapes, one at each chime at midnight uh, to bring in good luck for the new year. Uh, in other countries such as Ecuador, uh, people gather scraps and paper and to create an effigy that they put outside their homes and then burn uh, that represent things that they did not like from the past year uh, to bring in the new. So the traditions that we participate in offer consistency, a point for reflection depending on what it is that uh, brings us together. Uh, Whoever shares in that tradition, we share an understanding. And what I can say about uh, the different cultures and traditions that we see around the world is that we want to be better in the next year. Uh, We want a better next year. Prosperity, good luck. Uh, Cast out the evil, bring in the good um, in some cultures. Um, But it really comes down to having a better year. New is shiny. It often smells good. There are no dings, there are no bang ups or mistakes. Uh, When we talk about a new year, we talk about hope, a fresh start, turning over a new leaf. So as part of our own traditions and those traditions in the US, we have parties with family and friends. Uh, We have the Times Square uh, countdown with the ball drop. And we also have the New Year's resolution. So in thinking about New Year's resolutions, I wanted to come across a list that maybe I made in the past. And so I went through old journals, had a lot of great reading material, lots of fun to read. Um, I learned that some things never change and some things do thank goodness. And I did not come across a list, but I was able to, in my Rolodex of memories, uh, New Year's past, come up with some past resolutions. And I think I it was in the 1980s, it must have been in fourth or fifth grade, it was the New Year's Eve where I drank coffee and I put a ton of cream and sugar, I was bouncing off the walls, I was feeling a little bit nauseous and sweaty. Anyway, I haven't ever put anything in my coffee since Um, Take It Black now as a result of that experience. But I do remember having a health goal, like a health resolution, and it involved my Get In Shape Girl workout kit. I'm calling it a kit because that's what it was. It came with an an audio cassette tape that had music and some instructions around how to like get in shape. And I had a mat that came with it. And, you know, it was very thin. It wouldn't be good for a gymnast, but it was good for sit-ups. There's also streamers, and I'm not quite sure what you did with those, but you could dance around the room with those, and those got you into shape. So this get in shape girl on like kit. Really inspired me. And so I decided that I want to work out in the morning. That was my New Year's resolution. I'm going to work out in the morning. And I think it was like this idea of becoming a morning workout person, um, which that just wasn't in my nature. Being a morning workout person is not in my nature. And I wanted to switch that. Um, yeah, that actually didn't last long. I think I tried a few mornings, and I always ended up in bed afterward. Um, So that, yeah, just wanted to share that with you because that is one of the top resolutions that we have in the US is around working out health and losing weight. So there are a few studies out there about um, what people's top five or top 10 New Year's resolutions are how many people really make resolutions, and then how many people are able to follow through on those. So I wanna share those with you. So in a study conducted by the University of Scranton, they found that the top 10 New Year's resolutions for 2014 included the following. So number one was to lose weight, okay? Two, getting organized. Three, spend less, save more. Four, enjoy life to the fullest. Uh, The fifth one was staying fit and healthy. Uh, The sixth was learn something exciting. Seven was quit smoking. Eight was help others in achieving their dreams. Nine was to fall in love. And 10, spend more time with family. So I'm sure you know and I can say without a doubt without having to cite other research that losing weight has been one of the top if not the top resolution uh, for decades. We're all wanting to lose weight yet we continue to gain weight as a nation Um, and I will get a little bit into that and what you can do to really meet that goal if you want to um, as well as maybe kicking other habits. creating a healthier lifestyle for yourself so I think that there's these kind of different um, grades of resolutions and what I mean by that is there are the resolutions that people make that are more of a just because it would be a good idea like why not um, I've been meaning to make this change for a while and at the end of the spec at the other end of the spectrum is the change that needs to happen and it needs to happen now it needed to happen a long time ago. And my health, well-being, relationships are dependent on this change. Like, this really needs to happen. So in distinguishing between those things that, you know, could happen, might be a good idea to change, and those things that need to happen, I think I need to distinguish between uh, those not-so-great habits that impact your ability to be healthy emotionally and physically, and then addictions that impact that area. So I mentioned those top ten resolutions from... 2014 that do involve health and engagement uh, with life. So not so great habits are like staying up too late. And so the resolution being, I'm um, getting to bed earlier. Now for addiction, depending on if someone is addicted and where they are in their addiction. Um, it's, it's really defined by this, this kind of compulsive connection engagement with with that thing that the person's addicted to, despite what consequences there are. So with, with particular things, there are negative consequences and it can be hard to stop. It's a compulsive behavior. And even when bad things happen, people continue. So some addictions can include exercise addiction, uh, eating addictions, gambling, sex addiction, alcohol, uh, certain drug addictions. So there's a whole range out there. And there's also uh, different professionals that specialize with uh, particular addictions, particular drugs. Um, So I'll provide some links um, if you know of someone or you want to check some out for yourself, um, as well as some 12-step meeting information. Okay, so I want to share just... um, an excerpt from a book that I really like. It's called, Now is the Time, 170 Ways to Seize the Moment. Uh, it's by Patrick Lindsay. And at the beginning of this book of many great ways to seize the moment, uh, one of them is, now is the time to take the first step. So the longest journey or project starts with a first step. When it's too hard to picture the whole journey, Break it down into smaller ones. Keep reducing until the first step seems attainable. Then take it. The others will follow. And at the bottom of the page is a quote by uh, Peter Zarlinga. Yeah. And he says his quote is, to begin, begin. And I think that really sums up um, what I'm about to talk about next is you have to come up with a plan you, it, um, to, if you want to be successful, I guess. So if you want to be successful with your resolution, it can't be a whim. There needs to be some thought put into it. Okay, so these are a few things to think about when you're identifying exactly what it is that you want to change and what you want your resolution to be. So I want to dot, dot, dot. Um, but to start with, what is it that you want to change? Get very specific. And then think about why is it that you must change this? I want you to look at, is this your first time trying to make this change? And if so, why now? Um, And if this is not your first time trying to make this change, then why now and why again? Okay, so if you've tried to reach this goal before, how far did you make it the last time? Uh, What were some of the changes that you noticed? And start to think about like what you think your life would look like if you were able to meet this resolution, if you were able to make this particular change uh, and meet this goal. And then I think it's important to look at what are the pros of making this happen? Like what are the good things of being successful in all of this and reaching this resolution? And what are the cons of succeeding? So for example, a simple one being, I want to go to bed early, so I get more hours of sleep. Um, The con could be something along the lines of, Uh, The going to bed early itself, you don't get to stay up as late and maybe watch, you know, your favorite show or read your favorite book or maybe do work. Like you're going to have to put off work until the next day if you tended to do that at night. So knowing the cons in succeeding are important to identify because those are the very things that are going to get get in your way um, if you're not aware of them. Okay, so we're getting to the part of creating a plan. So let's just work with you've identified one goal, maybe it's a resolution for the new year, whatever it is, you need to create a plan around it. And there's a couple of things that go into this plan. So getting specific around what that goal is, um, creating a plan that you can measure and track. So figure out a way that you're going to track this. Uh, You need to identify triggers that may lead you to not meet this goal, like things that will get in your way, Um, so that you can then decrease the triggers. I'm going to get to that in a moment. You also want to begin to identify uh, replacement behaviors. I kind of sometimes call these placeholders, uh, where you're engaging in better behaviors, ones that are not as harmful and hopefully pretty healthy. um, The ones that you you may engage in when you're stressed or disappointed or experiencing rejection. So uncomfortable feelings can bring on a need to cope in a particular way, and it could be an unhealthy habit. Um, And it can also be things that involve success, enthusiasm, the rush of euphoria can bring on behaviors that are, are also associated with things that you don't want to do. So to be aware of both of those things. Okay, so I'm going to use losing weight as an example because that was one of, that was the top goal or the top resolution of 2014 um so when you create a plan again you need to identify and get specific with the resolution if you want to be successful if you want to uh, be able to meet that um so think about like if the goal is like losing weight why is it that you want to lose weight okay for some people it might be i want to go down um a couple pant sizes i want to be able to fit into my pants um, or other clothes Um, For others, it's like, I want to feel, you know, better. Well, that could be, I need to get into shapes, like I need to build my core, I need to build more muscle, I need to um, burn more fat, I need to eat healthier. Um, And that's even general in itself. So you need to start breaking it down. Um, Because then if you're wanting to eat more healthier, what does that involve? And again, this requires research, this may require calling on a nutritionist or um, getting a Groupon around engaging a service that could be useful here, like even seeing a personal trainer. So there are Groupons all over the place uh, to try out new things and maybe do things that you normally wouldn't do to meet your resolution. So just one suggestion. So I talked about triggers. Triggers are the things that can set off uh, especially reactivity triggers can set off particular memories. So it's things from our environment, things actually within us, uh, depending on what emotions are coming up for us, that can set off um, a cascade of other emotions, behaviors, that sort of thing. So for purposes of today, I'm not going to be talking about triggers in the context of trauma. I'm talking about triggers in the context of creating a plan. Those things that lead to a particular behavior that are likely to lead to a certain behavior that is going to get in the way of you reaching a particular goal. So if you're losing weight, for example, what is a trigger that may get in your way of losing weight? So stress can be a huge one. Now, can you take that out of your life? No. but it may be that you end up reaching for something sugary. You might reach for chocolate. So you know that your trigger is stress and that you may reach for chocolate, which then sets off wanting more sugar, uh, which then gets hurts your diet, right? Hurts you uh, becoming fit and healthy. Okay, so in addition to identifying your triggers, identify those ones that you can maybe decrease. Um, So you can't always decrease stress. You can try to. Um, Are there things in your environment that um, may cause you to reach for more food? Like things like noise. You know, start to notice things around you that make you want to eat. Is it uh, being around friends? So social encounters, social events can definitely be a trigger for wanting to eat more. Um, So really identifying those and then figuring out what you do have more control over and what you really need to have like a replacement behavior involved, like having carrots involved so that you're actually kind of chewing on something, but it's not something that's unhealthy. You also want to look at changing your environment in some way so if for example you used to eat in a particular place and you tended to eat more like in front of the television then you need to find another place to eat so someplace like maybe you really need to start sitting down at your dining room or kitchen table um or maybe you need to uh make sure that the television is off while you eat so that you're engaging in more mindful uh, eating. So decrease potential triggers, have a placeholder or other behaviors that are gonna replace those when you do experience that trigger, and then also changing your environment can help you uh, in succeeding in reaching your goal. So simply if stress is your trigger and you wanna reach for a cupcake, have carrots available so that you can have something to chew on, but you're not chewing on something sugary. Um, So that would be one example. Um, And also changing the place that you are eating. Um, Okay, so in all of this, do be aware that you can always go back to the drawing board. So the plan that you have made may not be working and there may be a reason for it. So if, for example, you're your resolution is something around leading to a healthier lifestyle, maybe specifically losing a certain number of pounds, the plan and measurement may not fit the plan. So for example, um, I recently watched Fed Up, a documentary about food. If you haven't seen it, see it. I'll put a link on my website. Um, But it's about food, sugar, and the health problems that result from the false messages we have been fed and given um, from d- various food companies and commercials. Um, and I realized while watching it, I was not as educated as I thought about nutrition. So I learned after years and years and years of substituting non fat snacks for those moments I wanted something that tasted good without all the fat, that weight loss and health isn't so much about the fat intake but the sugar intake. So non- and low-fat snacks have ha, actually have increased sugar to make it taste good, okay? So they've taken out the fat, so they have to put something in there um, so that it doesn't taste like cardboard. Um, but sugar triggers specific reactions in our body that lead to fat production, okay? I'm learning this in my adulthood after so many years of... You know, having cupboards full of fat free snacks and that sort of thing. So, when you have more sugar, you end up having more desire for it, and there becomes a cycle of sugar addiction. And then you have another whole issue on your hands. So, I'm sharing this with you because I've been misinformed, and therefore, I made my plans and choices on how I was going to reach those goals, on what information. I had available. And here's an additional piece of information that has changed the way that I eat. And no longer do I have fat-free things. I have things that are really, I'm looking in my fridge, not processed, lots of vegetables, um, and whole milk. I haven't had whole milk in years and I'm loving it. And I'm not putting on additional pounds as a result of it. I feel satiated. I feel good. I don't need a lot of it either. Okay, so moving on. um, I also want to say no backups. And what I mean by that is no backups for the things that you want to quit. So these are the things that can really sabotage what you want. So you've already begun to sabotage your plan if you have a stash of the thing that you want to quit The kind of just in case I need it. So that can be like a stash of chocolate, that can be a stash of cigarettes. Um, it might even be alcohol. So, um, there's likely gonna be a time where you may feel that you need it. And if you need it, then you really need to ask yourself, why you need it and do you actually, is this actually a bigger problem, and do you need more help around it? So there will always be a time where you experience an intensity of possibly, Needing something to make you feel better, right? And so the goal is that you can do that within yourself without needing something. So you don't need it. And if you do, get more support around it. Um, That is okay. It's okay to ask for help. Um, Do something about it. Online forums, therapists who specialize in that particular thing that you want help with. Nutritionists. Uh, maybe a specific program around quitting smoking. So really knowing that if you're having that backup, that thing, you know, stashed away for a rainy day, that you've kind of, you're, you're leaning towards sabotaging your plan. And think about other ways that you might potentially um, get in the way of yourself. So think about that too. So take out the things that are going to get in your way and put in the things that are going to support you and recognize what strengths you have within yourself that are going to help you reach the goals that you want. So again, whether this is a New Year's resolution, whether this is a goal, um, you can start at any time. So that's the beauty of it. And if you make a mistake or things don't go as planned, just start again. That's all you have to do. Um, so I'm going to end there. Uh, please check out my website bluecouch.com for all things that I talked about today, any references or resources. Um, and please email me uh, Kathleen at kathleenatonthebluecouch.com uh, with any questions, comments, things that you'd like to hear about in the new year. Uh, I look forward to hearing from you. And I will see you in 2015. Take a care. Until next time.